Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Steeler Stat Geek. This is the Steel Curtain Network's Dave Schofield coming at you Thursday morning. One week, baby. One week away. I tell you, I'm going to be thoroughly disappointed if I don't hear a one-week song from what Ian's talking about, which is the next podcast you will be hearing on the Steel Curtain Network today, uh, coming out around noon Pittsburgh time. Yeah, that you know that's Kyle's thing of making songs. I want to, I want a song about it being one week from the draft. Uh, probably a little bit too late to tell him this now, but yeah, I would have loved to have heard that. Um, so I'm waiting for that episode, just like you all are and are putting up with me for the time being. But uh, yeah, one week, one week from now, we'll be all excited. We'll be amped up all day to wait to see who is there for the Pittsburgh Steelers. At 17, assuming they do not move up or move down, there's plenty of talk going on in that regard. Uh, you know, some rumors and things coming out about the Steelers possibly wanting to move up. Lots of fans want the Steelers to move down. To me, I think if anything, the Steelers, uh, you know, being out there is possibly wanting to move up. Maybe they're they're trying to to change the market because maybe they're like, oh, why are the Steelers want to move up? Is there a reason to move up? I, I don't know. Because the way I look at it right now, the market really is the teams are trying to move down. Once you get outside of the top, I don't know, 12 maybe, it seems like teams are wanting to move down. And if a bunch of teams are wanting to move down and not many teams are wanting to move up, the market is moving back is not worth it. So maybe – Maybe, I don't know if it's something that the Steelers are doing. Chances are that wasn't even a, a very valid report anyway. They're like, oh, the Steelers are inquiring about. Well, you know what? A lot of teams inquire. A lot of teams inquire about everything. Because if you're not inquiring about these kind of things, you're not doing your job. So, yeah, it's it's been an interesting week since, you know, the Steelers had a lot of stuff happening since we talked last. 
So, yeah, they added a couple of players on Friday. Uh, they added Tanner Muse. They picked up another punter in um, Braden Mann. Then there was the reports of the trade on Tuesday that the Steelers were trading for wide receiver Allen Robinson with the Rams. And the reports were he had to pass a physical, which I can say now that uh, the reports are that he has passed his physical and the trade has gone through. At the time of this recording, the Steelers have not officially put out an announcement. Um, we'll, we'll see if that happens either later on Wednesday night or if that happens sometimes on Thursday. But the report is the physical is passed. No reason to call off the trade. It's done. Uh, the Rams are picking up a little bit more than two-thirds of the tab for this year. Uh, Steelers are going to pay $5 million. Uh, when you look at that, that's less than a third of the salary cap hit of what Deontay Johnson this year. Um, so you can kind of look at it that way. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. It's not really that big of a risk. Oh, and in case you're, you've been under a rock with your Steelers information lately, uh, the, the trade, what did they give up? Yeah, the Steelers gave up a seventh-round draft pick and gained a seventh-round draft pick 17 picks later. They gave up 17 selections in the seventh round. That's what they did. They moved back 17 spots, picked up a player. There you go. That's what it is. So that's what's going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's dive into some numbers. And today's episode is actually my own question. I'm ready for questions. I need more questions. Got to have them. Uh, questions, you can hit me up at Twitter at STLR Superfandad, or you can send them to me via email. It's STLR Superfandad at gmail.com. Still ready for some good statistic questions. This week, I'm talking about something because I thought of it myself actually during last week's show. Last week's show, the second half of the show, I finally got around to answering the question that had been floated out there for a couple of weeks um, and finally got to looking at the Steelers' new linebackers in coverage versus their old linebackers in coverage. And I'm sitting there and I'm going through the numbers and I'm talking about how often they were targeted and then the completions they gave up on those targets and things of that nature. And I'm like, you know, this really is not a perfect numerical science at all. Because first of all, you have to rely on somebody else to determine if they were targeted or not. Who was the player that was in, that was defending on that play? And sometimes the player that gets charged for being defending on a play is just because he's the closest player there and it really was somebody else's mess up and that they were so far removed from the play that it actually gets credited to somebody else. So it's not an exact science. That's why these things are not an official NFL statistic when you talk about targets um, and, you know, and completions of those targets. They are tracked by, by other places. The place I use for the targets, everything that I did last week and again for this week, is Pro Football Reference. I think they're, they're top of the line when it comes to the statistics. During the season and for specific in-game statistics for the game, I actually use the, the official Steelers media statistics. But when it comes to compiling stats from the past and things that aren't official statistics, um, even though they do keep track of tackles for the media statistics, that's still not an official NFL statistic um, because they can they can vary from outlet to outlet. I I go to Pro Football Reference 
as my number one place to sort and do everything else. Uh, the way they have it set up is is really nice. Um, it's it's what is stat head is what the part of Pro Football Reference you really need in order to to do these other things. Um, it is a subscription. It, it is what it is. So you don't want to spend money on that. You just ask me questions. And I'll look it up. So um, we, we can do it that way. I have no problem with it being that way. But I, I actually had to dip into another source for what I'm looking for this time. Because the question, it's funny, it taking a long time to set up the question. Because what had happened is that I, I wanted to say, does this really accurately measure how well the person's doing in pass defense? Because... Um, this comes up with with the draft, with a player like Joey Porter Jr. So people are like, oh, Joey Porter Jr., he only had one interception. But then other people jump in and say uh, he was rarely targeted. They just didn't throw at him. So that's part of the reason. To me, I, you know, sometimes I think Micah Fitzpatrick suffers from that, that, they, that the, the, defense, the offense has to look out there and says, where's 39? Yeah, let's go somewhere else. So – what I thought I would do, even though it's still not a perfect science, because like I say, targets, you know, where, where that defender was targeted isn't perfect, but it's still the data that I have. But what I used is I, as I went into to Pro Football Focus, where Pro Football Focus breaks down snaps. Um, I, I like how they break down into, into p- positions. Like that's how I was able to, to calculate how often did Allen Robinson line up in the slot last year for the Rams? It was 27% of the time. So, you know, cause they, they did that based on his alignment there. So it's not like they're like, oh, they got us. Well, a guy that just plays a slot. No, he played a, a slot barely more than a quarter of the time. So those are helpful. The other thing is, is they, because they grade players. Now, I'm not using PFF grades for anything that I'm doing now. I always give my disclaimer about PFF grades. Remember, they're an opinion of how well someone did on a play. It's not that they don't base their opinion off all the information they can, meaning they watch every player, every snap of every game to form that opinion. Not too many of us do that. So... It's a well-informed opinion, but it is still just an opinion that they put a number on, but it's opinion. Okay, now that I've got that out of the way, those, those scores aren't even coming into play. But when, they, when the PFF does those scores, they have to give them give players a score based on what they were doing on that snap. So what do they actually have where players could be doing on that snap when it comes to defense? Well, they could be defending the run. They could be pass rushing or they could be in coverage. That's the options of what they break them down into. So it's either a run play, so it's considered run defense, or it's a pass play where if you're not a player rushing the quarterback, you are considered in coverage. That's the way I understand it from them. You know, um, even if someone would be a quote-unquote spy, they would basically be in coverage to watch the quarterback um, is my understanding of the way that works. If that's not the case, I apologize. But uh, that, that's the best I could do is give you what I got. So what I decided to do was take all the Steelers defenders from 2022. Now, I only did 2022 because I had to go in and calculate all these things myself. And I just didn't go back to any other years because then how far back do you go? So I, I did it. And, and you'll see why when we get into it. 
But I went, I went to the, all the Steelers defenders, and I looked at the times they were that Pro Football Reference said they were targeted, the re, the the receptions that they gave up according to Pro Football Reference, which already has you know a completion percentage. Oh well, well they base it on receptions versus you know against targets. So what I decided to do was let's look at a percentage. What percentage of snaps? when a player was in pass coverage were they targeted and what percentage of snaps did that player give up completions so that's what it is that's what i'm looking at so i'm doing it based on how many snaps they played in coverage and you might have listened last week and be like gee i really wish i know how you know how often they be in targeted and and this is actually quite surprising when it comes to this data so i'm going to go ahead and and give you the data for all these players i only did players for the steelers that were targeted 100 or not targeted that were in 100 covered snaps or more because you know sometimes a tj watt drops into coverage or now it's highsmith man the marvin liao even had some covered snaps there was a pretty definitive cutoff like the the one the last one that i included was a keller witherspoon with 162 no one else was even over 100 there was a good place to cut it off there um so I went with that, and uh, and I'm, I could have just done position and say all the cornerbacks, but then there was somebody like I almost said the wrong name. I can't remember the name of the quarterback. Um, he started for the Steelers. Uh, he came up off the practice squad and started against the Buccaneers. Um, I, 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 it's funny. I, want, I keep wanting to say Josh Jacobs, but that's the running back for for the Raiders. Um, that that he he play, he played that game, but. That's really all we played all season. So I didn't, he wasn't included. He wasn't um, with this. So I'm going to go ahead, dive into this so we can really break it down um, because I'm already, I'm running out of time. So the player that played the most snaps for the Steelers in pass coverage last year, according to PFF, was Cam Sutton with 569. I'm going to just give you these, just this, just the total number of snaps for everyone first. It was Sutton with 569, Fitzpatrick with 559, Edmonds with 514, Wallace with 456. So, like, significant drop from Edmonds to Wallace. Another big drop from Wallace down to Jack at 351. Spillane was 330. Bush was 329. So, they were you know, only a difference of one. If- for those of you that aren't really strong in math, that's what I'm talking about. That was for you, Jeff Hardman, just so you just so I didn't spell it out for you. Um, Arthur Millette was in 300 covered snaps. Uh, DeMonte Kizzi, 193. James Pierre, 187. Trey Norwood, 172. And Akella Witherspoon, 162. So that's the order and everything. And I'm going to keep these players in this order when I look at everything else. So when Cam Sutton played 569 um uh, coverage snaps, he was targeted 73 times with a third with 35 completions. That right there was already less than a 50% completion rate. That was 47.9. That's really good for a cornerback. But he was targeted 12.8% of his defensive snaps and only had a completion rate against him of 6.15. 6.15. So remember that one. Now I'm going to tell you. There is a big difference here between the corners and the safeties. The safeties, the numbers are just lower. They are not targeted as much as the corners because, a lot, you know, sometimes they're playing deep and everything else, but that's, they don't have the same role. So I'll just tell you across the board, the numbers for the safeties are, are less of them being targeted. 
For example, Fitz, Minka Fitzpatrick, 559 covered snaps, 10, only 10 less than Cam Sutton, but only 54 um, targets with 33 completions. Now, that's a 61.1% completion rate, but his target rate was under 10. It was 9.66%, and the completion rate was better than than Fitzpatrick, not Fitzpatrick, that is Fitzpatrick, better than Sutton of 5.9%. So just putting that out there. Then here's the other one that tells you it's, these kind of things are really crazy. Terrell Edmonds, 514 covered snaps, 33 targets, 20 completions. That's a 60.6 completion percentage. But his target percentage, 6.42. 6.42. I'll tell you, that's the second lowest of any of these players. 6.42 completion rate of 3.89. That one's also um, the second lowest of, of any of these players. But like I said, the safeties were lower. Then you get to Levi Wallace, 456 covered snaps, 77 targets. He was targeted the most of anybody. Um, 41 completions. That's only a 53.2 completion percentage. But his target percentage, it was it was the highest by a little bit. But his target percentage was 16.9% of times he was in pass coverage, he was targeted, and he gave up 8.99% uh, completion rate uh, completion rate out of snaps played in coverage. Next up was Miles Jack with his 351 snaps. He gave up 55, and some of these numbers I gave you last week, he gave up 55 targets with 42 completions. That's a 76.4 completion percentage. He was targeted 15.7% of the time, um, and his completion percentage was 12.0. Robert Spillane, 331, 43 targets, 36 completions, 83.7 completion percentage, but his target percentage was 13.0, less than Miles Jack, and his completion percentage was 10.9, less than Miles Jack. Devin Bush, 329 snaps in coverage, 33 targets, 28 completions, 73.7%, 11.6% of the time he was in coverage, he was targeted with an 8.51 completions per snap. So that's the best one of the linebackers because that's the only one that's not in double digits. And that was even better than Levi Wallace, believe it or not, with Devin Bush. Um, Arthur Millett, 301 covered snaps, 39 targets, 24 completions. That's a 61.5% completion rate. He was targeted 13.0% of the time uh, in coverage, and he gave up 7.97% completion rate when looked at when looking at the number of snaps played. So... That one was there, um, you know, better than Wallace, better than the linebackers. Here's an interesting one. It was only for the last nine games. DeMonte KZ, 193 defensive snaps in coverage, 11 targets, seven receptions. That's a 63.6% completion percentage, 5.7% target rate. That's the lowest on the Steelers. 3.63 completion rate per coverage snap. That was the lowest of the Steelers. But like I said, this, the numbers for the safeties were lower. But when you look at them as a percentage, KZ's was actually the lowest. Uh, James Pierre, 189 uh, covered snaps, 31 targets, 13 receptions, only a 41.9 completion percentage when he was targeted. But looking at it on the snaps out there, he was targeted 
um, 16.6% of the time when he was on the field in coverage. And the completion rate was 6.95%, which um, is, uh, it's all right. Uh, Trey Norwood, 172 uh, coverage snaps, 20 targets, 10 completions, 50% completion rate. 11.6% of the time he was targeted in coverage with a 5.81 completion percent. Like I said, those safeties, their numbers are lower than the corners. Speaking of corners, Akello Witherspoon, 162 tar- uh, uh, coverage snaps, 29 targets, 22 completions, 75.9% completion percentage. Was targeted 17.9% of the time he was in coverage. That was the highest on the Steelers. And he gave up. um, completion rate based on the number of snaps he was in coverage. That was also highest on the Steelers. So if you want to look at the targeted rate, uh, it was Witherspoon that was the most at 17.9, followed by Wallace at 16.9. Then it was Pierre at 16.6. So in other words, the Steelers' other corners, (laughs) other than Cam Sutton, is really who was targeted the most. Um, then then it comes down to linebackers or slot corners, because then it was um, Miles Jack, 15.7, Spillane, 13.0, along with Millette was 13.0, and Bush at 11.6. Those safeties, man, they don't get targeted nearly as much. Oh, wait, I never forgot, because then Sutton was 12.8, just under those guys. But then from Sutton, it goes, you know, Fitzpatrick at 966, Edmonds at 6.42, and then KZ at 5.70. So that's the percent of when they're targeted based on when they're on coverage. To me, that just tells me how willing are the quarterbacks, you know, are are they doing such a good job that the quarterback can't even throw the ball their way? That's what I was ultimately trying to look at. Um, And then when – so therefore, to me, that even tells you more than the completion compared to the snaps because if you're not being targeted as much, it's because – it's either the way the scheme is set up that you're not, you don't have someone in particular that's going to be in your area that you'd be charged with. Like if you're help over the top, things of that nature, or that you're doing a good job in coverage, the quarterback isn't looking your way. So we're going to go ahead and take our break, which we're a little bit uh, longer here than normal. But uh, when we come back, I'm going to go back and look at those some of those players and a couple more that I looked at last week when I was looking at the new linebackers. I'm actually looking at all the new members of the Pittsburgh Steelers that they have signed this offseason that could be playing some coverage and look at their numbers and see how they compare. So stick around. We'll be right back. When my phone rings, you found someone new. No surprise, life Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Pittsburgh Sewer fans, let's get on with this. Whew, that was fun there in the first half. I hope I didn't, um, you know, uh, short, uh, short circuit your brain. I'm, uh, apparently, I'm short circuiting my mouth because I can't even get the words out. When it came to the numbers, hopefully you were able to follow that. But I, I just thought it was interesting to say, hey, they're in coverage. Are the quarterbacks going after them? That was ultimately the question. So remember, the highest was Witherspoon at 17.9. And then uh, Wallace at 16.9. And the highest in linebackers was was Jack at 15.7. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at the players that have joined the Steelers, and we're going to compare some of those numbers. Patrick Peterson, he played more coverage snaps than any member of the Pittsburgh Steelers last year um, when he was with Minnesota. Now, this was just regular season, just, you know, just I'm, I, with everybody. I didn't look at they were in the playoffs or not because um, they're the other com- – when it came to the snaps, because their other info was was based strictly on regular season. But look at that. Cam Sutton was 569 coverage snaps. Peterson played 695 coverage snaps. 695. I mean, my my goodness, that's that's 126 more. Whew. So yeah, there there it is. No, I'm, I didn't look at games played. I'm, I'm sure, and I, I know Sutton missed one, at least one in there. I, I can't remember. I have that in front of me. But let's look at what Patrick Peterson did. He was targeted 89 times, and he had, he gave up 53 receptions, according to Pro Football Reference. That is a 59.6% completion percentage. That's pretty good. Now, Cam Sutton, if you want to look back at Cam Sutton, because that's who Peterson's coming in to replace, his was even lower, but completion percentage. His was under 50. But let's look at this. Patrick Peterson's target percentage, 12.8% of the snaps. That's exactly the same as Cam Sutton. Exactly. He was targeted on defense the same percentage of the time in coverage that what Cam Sutton was targeted. So you, you got to look at what was going on in Minnesota to see how that ultimately played out. So Because remember, there, there's going to be some scheme differences here and everything, and, and, and the players you're playing with, um, if, if there's a really weak member of the secondary, guess what quarterback's going to do? They're going to go after him. So, but um, I will say that his completion percentage based on snaps was 7.36 uh, compared to Sutton's uh, 6.15. But uh, I did find it interesting that they were the same target percentage. So there we go. There's the cornerback. Now let's go safety. Remember, I said the numbers are lower for safeties. Keanu Neal. 317 coverage snaps. Now, if you look at that, that is significantly lower than Fitzpatrick and Edmonds. 
last year, who were both in the 500s. Um, so that's something to remember. He was only targeted 28 times with 21 receptions. That is a 75% completion rate, which is, which is much higher than the other Steelers' safeties. But uh, his target percentage was 8.83%. So that is more than KZ. That is more than Edmonds, but that's less than Micah Fitzpatrick. Um, and then the completion percentage was 6.62, which was be- which was more than any of the Steelers safeties. But remember, part of that could be um, uh, schemat- you know, scheme fit and everything. But I also don't think that they – I don't think the Steelers want Keanu Neal out there as much in coverage. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see how they use him. So that's the safety position. Take from, from what you may. Now we're going to look at linebacker because this is where this question ultimately started. It started last week at linebacker. So just a quick review. Let's just look at Jack Spillane and Bush. Um, their target percentage based on their snaps. You know, their snaps were all in the 300s. It was 351, 330, and 329. Then their, their target percentage was 15.7%, 13%, 11.6%. And their completion percentage of those targets was 12.0%. 10.9% and 8.5%. So let's look at let's look at Cole Holcomb. If you look at last year with Cole Holcomb, now he only played in seven games. So he was in 252 coverage snaps, which think about that. That's that's a that's only a hundred, that's within a hundred of Miles Jack, who had the most for the Steelers. And he only played seven games. But he was targeted 22 times, 16. Reception, 72.7% completion. But when you look at his target percentage, he was only targeted 8.73% of the time when he was in coverage. 8.73. That is just more than – well, not just more. That's almost half of the the percentage for Miles Jack. Way better than Jack Splane and Bush, who were all 15, 13, and 11. When I say 15, it was almost 16. And when it came to that completion percentage, 6.35. When you're talking, I mean, that's way better than any of those three from last year. 12.0, 10.9, and 8.51. Way better. But you got to remember, then he got hurt. This is the only player I did this with. I looked at 2021 Cole Holcomb because that was a year that he played the whole season. So he played 587 coverage snaps in 2021. You see, you hear that? 587 coverage snaps. That would have led the Steelers in 2022. So that's something you got to remember when it comes to Cole Holcomb. He was playing coverage more snaps in 2021 than anyone, even in you know, secondary guys included, for the Steelers did in 2022. So 587 snaps, 81 targets. 60 completions. That's a 74.1 completion percentage. But that lines up much better, much, much, I mean, when I say better, these numbers aren't as good as what they were uh, last year before he was out for the season. But uh, more in line of what the other linebackers were doing. It was 3.8% target percentage and and 10.2% completion percentage. So, yeah, Cole Holcomb was targeted more in 2021 than any Steelers was in 2022. So that's just interesting to look at in that way. So he, he was targeted um, not more than Miles Jack, slightly more than Spillane and Bush. Now let's look at Alandon Roberts. Alandon Roberts is interesting because he played 
you would think of him, oh, he's a guy that they don't want to have in coverage. He played 320 coverage snaps last year. Now, how did they use him in those snaps? I don't know. I'm not looking at the film. I'm really not. I'm not looking at the film. I'm just looking at the numbers. So you might go, hey, I, I looked at some of Landon Roberts' film, and he might have been back in coverage, but he was really just uh, – he might he was really more hanging out around, around the line of scrimmage, ready to pick up the running back or someone who stayed in the block. So he didn't necessarily blitz, but he was there. He was responsible for those players. That could very well be the case. I don't know because I, I didn't watch the tape. I just crunched the numbers. If you've listened to me, you know that's how it is. Um, that's why I do those Vertex articles with Jeffrey, because I let him watch the tape after I crunch the numbers. So Landon Roberts, 320 co- coverage snaps, 35 targets, 28 completions. Yes, he gave up an 80% completion rate, rating, but he was targeted 10.9% of the time. That's lower than Jack, Spillane, and Bush. It just, it is. Uh, Devin Bush was close as 11.6. Roberts was 10.9. So it's not like quarterbacks were going after him. It's not like they were going after him. And his completion percentage was 8.75. That was better than both Jack and Spillane, a little bit worse than, than Devin Bush last year. That's what it is. Um, and I did just for the fun of it. I threw in Tanner Muse because he is technically a linebacker, but he's a linebacker. Um, Slash safety, um, came. He was a safety in college. He's that hybrid player, kind of like a Marcus Allen, mainly a special teams guy. Last year, he played eighty defensive snaps. Thirty-seven of them were in coverage. He was targeted five times with two completions. That's a forty percent rate. So that meant he was targeted thirteen point five percent of the time, which is right what you expect a linebacker to be based on the other numbers with the Steelers. And his completion rate was only 5.41. I'm giving you the numbers, but I'll be honest with you. It's too small of a sample size to really think that that equates to anything else. So, but Hey, why not be thorough with the data? So I just thought that that was interesting to say, Hey, are they getting picked on? That's the way I look at these numbers. This, this target percentage, are they getting picked on? Are the quarterbacks specifically looking and saying, Hey, here's this player. I'm going after them. Now, sometimes they, you know, there might have been more targets towards a specific player than what they got credited for. You know, if it felt like that they were picking on a certain player, you know, sometimes I felt like, oh, man, every time he's out there, they're just throwing at Robert Spillane. Oh, man, they must have thrown 10 balls at Robert Spillane. How many times he end up being targeted for that game? Six. You know, so it, the, the numbers versus what you think you're seeing out there isn't always necessarily the same, but. I'm just reporting the numbers. It's what I do. And the other thing that I do is I love to talk about our other podcasts on the Steel Curtain Network, which is part of the Fans First Sports Network. If you haven't listened to it, I, I'm still not finished with it, but you make sure you've got to check out the Steel City Insider um, uh, with, uh, with with Jim Wexel and Jeremy It hurts. It's got to be. I, I, I always hesitate to say his last name. Um but whenever I go to do it, but they had Brian McFadden on their show this week. So that's here on our channel, Steel Curtain Network. Check it out. It it ran Wednesday at noontime. So you could, it's still, it's still there. You got to go back past the curtain call where uh, these guys had so had, had a pretty interesting talk because it was with, um, um, uh, with the Chicago bears to talk about Allen Robinson, to talk about 
Are the Steelers really possibly moving up to nine? And, you know, you know, maybe even throw in some Chase Claypool talk. Who knows what they're going to be talking about there with the Bears. Make sure you check that out. Um, then you've got me this morning. Um, oh, and Jeff Hartman's I tried yesterday was great, but it's always great. I love the mailbag segment and just hearing the good questions he's asked. Man, his word association when given a player, I really enjoyed that one. That one was pretty good. If you didn't, if you didn't hear that, make sure you go back and check that out. And then, of course, as I already mentioned at the beginning of the show, after me is what Ian's talking about. So you got to make sure uh, you come back later to check that out. Or for all I know, you waited to listen to them first, and now I'm just secondary behind it, and you're like, oh, I'm already ahead of you. So, and then of course. Tonight, you've got myself, Jeff Hartman, Brian Anthony Davis for the Steelers preview, where we are previewing the Steelers. Um, uh, the, probably talk a little bit of draft, some other things. Also, I've got to go back and say it. If you did not check it out, the Scobro Show on Tuesday night, uh, whether you catch it on YouTube, uh, the, I think it worked out well for the audio. We did our yearly mock draft simulator where we ran a simulation um, and, and did the draft. It's not very often when you're torn between several picks in round one and one of them's there for the next, for the first pick in round two. And then you're, you're saying, yeah, we should take, or could we consider this guy? This is who I'd normally look for in this spot. Now we better go with this guy. I didn't expect him to be here. And then that person that you're considering is available for the next pick in round two. It, it seemed like that's how it went for the Steelers through their first four picks in this specific mock draft that we ran. Um, there'll be an article out about that. It might, by the time you listen to this, it might already be out on the website. Um, and of course, you can listen to that show as well. That was a lot of fun. And check out Fans First Sports Network. We're we're uh, we're growing. We've got the NFL National feed. KT Smith being on that feed, um, doing the coach's corner. That's a lot of fun. I really enjoy that show. And um, and we're getting some draft preview stuff just across the whole NFL. It's not just SCN guys that are going to be on that channel right now. That's who we're populating with because we had a plan in place to get that started, and those were the people we had available. We've got more people coming. We've got more people coming. Um, we, and we've got plenty of other shows, even some other good NFL feeds at, at Fans First. Um, I know, believe it or not, um, uh, Rob Stats Guerrera that runs the uh, 49ers feed for FFSN, he's got great stuff. They had an interview with uh, Mike Greenberg on, on – on uh, on their channel, uh, but like I said, we're all part of the same network. Uh, those guys do great work over there. Um, even if you don't like the 49ers, just thought I'd at least steer you, steer you um, to a good interview. Um, and speaking of good interviews, Jeff Hartman had a great one with Chris. Listen to him and Chris Carter um, from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette because they they used to podcast and other things together. It's great listening to those guys when they do that. We have a lot to offer. Make sure you're checking out behindthesilkcurtain.com. Yes, that website still exists. And next week, I will be here talking to you and will probably barely be able to contain myself because I'll be so excited to find out who the newest member of the Pittsburgh Steelers is going to be. Who knows? By the time I talk to you next week, there might be even more new members because the Steelers might not be done making moves. That's the, what makes this time of year, once the league year kicks in, so exciting because it could come at any time. So as I always say, thanks for joining me, but I really have to finish up with thanks for geeking out.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply